If you have your Bibles with you this morning, you want to turn to the book of Isaiah, uh, chapter 9. Isaiah, chapter 9. And then also hold that place for just a moment and let's go into the New Testament uh, to the book of John, chapter 1. So again, if you've got your Bibles, you want to turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 9. And then we'll also read in the book of John, chapter 1, in just a few moments. I think you can agree or probably understand where I come from when I say that stability is needed. I want you to think about that this morning, that when stability is needed. I believe we need stability in our lives. We all want stability, whether it's a, a car that's stable and it's going to get us to where we want to get. A heater on really, really cold winter days that's stable, a heat source from a stove or wood or uh, a unit of some kind. We want stability in our life. But think about all the things in life that are unstable. When I say unstable, what does that mean? It's up and it's down. It's working, it's not working. It's good and it's bad. And it's high and it's low. Don't you just wish there were things in life that was consistent? Matter of fact, you even look at a heart monitor. What does a heart do? Down, up and down. That's kind of the way our life is. It's on and off and on and off. It's light and darkness and light and darkness. There's good and there's bad. There's all these highs and there's lows. But in the midst of all of these things, I think we can all understand is that there comes a time where we need stability. Now we're going to read about this in John uh, chapter 1 for just a few minutes. And then we want to go back into the... Uh, book of Isaiah chapter 9, where Jesus is going to be prophesied to be born. And I'll tell you this, and I can tell you now, folks, Jesus is the stability that we need in our life. There's a lot of things out there uncertain. It's uncertain what the price of gas is going to be tomorrow. We don't know what the price of gas is going to be. You don't know what the housing market's going to look like. You don't know what your health is going to look like. You don't know whether your job's going to be there. And none of us know if our homes are going to be there. They may be maybe right now burning. We don't know these things. There's a lot of things in our life that we do not know. But there's something today that you definitely need to know. And we already alluded to it in the song we were singing just before the preaching began. Is that God is real because he lives in our soul. That he is the only stable thing that we can have in our life. Not whether we're saved one day and lost the next or whether we have a roller coaster. Our relationship might be a roller coaster. But we need stability in our life. So when stability is needed, what does God do? Do you think God can provide a stabilizer? Let's read in John chapter 1. When there's darkness, can God give us light? Now you know what happens to a light. As long as there's good electricity, lights are going to be consistent. You probably can relate to more a flashlight with the battery. What happens when the battery starts draining? What happens to the light? It gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. Do not think that God is inconsistent on what he puts out. So in other words, God is not getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer, folks. His light is always shining. It's whether we want to put a shade up or whether we try to deflect the light and try to create a darkness. But God's light is always consistently the same. I might even say his light's stable. John chapter 1, let's read if we can, beginning in verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Look what he had to give. And the light shineth in darkness... And the darkness comprehendeth it not. 
There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came from a witness to bear witness of the light. Capital L, talking about a person, not just a light source, but a person being the light, that all men through him might believe. Talking about John, he was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. Listen to verse 9. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Folks, God provides stability. Turn back into the book of Isaiah for just a moment. And I want to skip down to the sixth verse. And then we're going to go back and read some more verses prior to this. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. For to us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called. Wonderful. Comma. Counselor. Comma. The mighty God, comma, the everlasting Father, comma, the Prince of Peace. Verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, upon the kingdom, to order it, to establish it with judgment, with justice, from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord, host, will perform this. You want to talk about things that are in disarray or that need stability. It took me a long time to understand what was going on at this particular time. In 68 AD, there was a ruler which is, is well known in the, in the scriptures, bear this guy by the name of Nero. Now Nero was, he was pretty erratic in a lot of sense. But Nero took his own life. But this is where, I want you to follow with me for just a minute. Let me pause for just a second. Do you understand the concept that when one government changes to another form of government, that ideas and beliefs and focuses change too? You and I probably, let's just narrow it down to something, not necessarily this, but let's just narrow it down even to probably what we're more familiar with. When we go through elections right here in the U.S., when one, one government comes in, and they leave, a new government comes in, what do we all say? Change is about to happen. We're talking about consistency. Folks, religion in Jesus, I'm going to go ahead and get ahead of myself. Folks, our relationship with Jesus is not going to fluctuate. It's not going to change. He rules in our life in all situations and all manners. And when I talk about this, when stability is needed, listen to what was happening to the government. Nero takes his life. So what happens, and I had to go back and uh, to, to kind of read about some of these things that was happening between 68 and 69 AD about how the time when Nero took his life and it was time for a new ruler to take over. By the time he took over, he was assassinated. So of course Titus was about to head back to, 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 to greet the new ruler that was going to happen before Titus could get back to him. He was assassinated. So sure enough, there was another that was in line. By the way, this all happens in about a year's time. I think there was four different leaders in a year. So I think you can see there was some instability in the lives of the people. 
They didn't have a ruler. They didn't have a government that was stable in their life. And I'm, I'm, on, I'm telling you all this because I think it's very important that we understand the background, folks. There's a lot of instability in our life. I hear people talk about, well, this church is influenced by this preacher or by this movement or that movement. Folks, we all have to find our consistency, not in a preacher or anybody else. Our consistency is in Jesus Christ. But all these things that are changing, it's a roller coaster of a ride. Let's just go ahead and throw that out there today, folks. Our lives, if we're not careful, can have a lot of instability to it. Having thinking about that, that instability that was there, so all of a sudden is that uh, Titus is headed back. He's going to check on this new ruler. When January, I think it was around early January, about the time the new ruler was going to take over, his life was taken. Another ruler comes in. Then another one decides he's going to overtake. And all of a sudden, you've gone from one ruler, Nero, and about four people later in a matter of a few months, they're, they're, the government there was just unstable. And the people had to be saying, who's going to lead us? I hope that there's not a soul here today that walks out of these doors that has to ask their question, who's the ruler of their life? Who is the ruler of your life? And the answer should be, God is. Jesus is my ruler. He is the one that's going to reign. And notice what's going to happen. When the government in your life is stable, notice the things that follow that. And I am not talking about Democrats and Republicans. I'm talking about when you have Jesus, notice the things that follow. We're going to read those again in just a minute. But listen to what Isaiah said. He said, Folks, we're living in a time where this is just a roller coaster of a life of all these things that were, were, were just absolutely up and down and all around. So in the time of a few months or even a year, they've gone through four different rulers and they needed some stability. So notice what verse 6 says. For unto us a child is born... Could you imagine what it's like for a people that's had a life that don't know who to believe or what to believe, how they're going to be led, whether the new ruler is going to be a good ruler, a bad ruler, going to teach them about these things. Could you imagine what it's like for finally God to say, instead of you trying to follow after this one, this one, and this one, why don't I give you one that's going to be stable that you can follow after? Folks, I can, I can tell you there's a lot of wonderful, good people in this world there's some good saved people, but I'll tell you this, there is none that I will tell you more stable that you can follow after than to follow after Jesus. He is the stability we need in our life. We get so disgrumbled with all the things that are going on and how they are. And, oh, now we're going to do this, and now we're going to focus on that, and now our money's going to go here, and now our money's going to go there. Folks, Jesus has always had one desire, and that's to seek and to save those which are lost. Do you understand what I say when I say that sometimes when we go through elections, I'm not talking about here, but kingdoms change rulers. It's always about their focus goes from one thing to another. Folks, know this, that the very focus of Jesus Christ has never changed and it's still alive today. His desire is that you would not die and go to hell, that you can have heaven as your home. That is his desire. He is the desire today. He desires to give you stability. I can tell you this. There's a, a list of a thousand things we can talk about when you walk out of these doors that has the potential to be unstable. But I'll tell you this. I don't care if this world is on fire. Jesus is still going to be the same when you leave here today. 
He is still going to be ruling and reigning in our lives. And you and I can walk out of these doors and we can stare death right in the face. And guess what? He is still going to be our Jesus. Aren't you glad today that we don't just experience Jesus in life, that we can also experience him in death? Aren't you glad today to know that we have a ruler in our life and all these things follow so when stability is needed, I can tell you and I can give you an answer this morning. I have stability in my life. Sure, there's a lot of things that's uncertain and they're just, what about this and what about that? There's a lot of things uncertain, but I'll tell you this. My worries about what happens to me when I die has not changed. I know where I'm going when I leave this world. I don't doubt that. I'm not disputing that. And you can try to talk me out of that all you want. I'm convinced it's that real. Heaven's where I'm going when I leave this world. I don't know when I'm going. Maybe in a few minutes, might be in a few seconds, might be in a few hours, weeks, days, or years. But I do know this. One day I'm going to that place called heaven and why because he says for unto us a child is born for unto us he said a child is born I go to the hospitals from time to time and probably a whole lot more before COVID but we go into the hospitals and pretty much every floor they all have we know one's a heart floor and then you got your uh, oncology floors you have all these different floors that are there but there's only one little small part all these others kind of bring a a heaviness of people that need to get better. But you know, there's one floor that everybody loves to go to. It's the birth floor. It's where all the newborns are at. You know, the truth is, is that birth should give us excitement. And I know Solomon said uh, in Ecclesiastes that better is, uh, is the death of one than the birth of one. But you know what? When we see a newborn born, uh, what, what do we realize? There's hope. And there's hope of what this child's going to be and what this child's going to do. Could you imagine a, a people that had been ruled by a government that was just changing and changing and changing and they finally had the idea and the possibility they were going to find stability in their life? Aren't you glad today that unto us is born, life is given. There is a hope today. There is a, a, a comfort that we have today. For unto us a child is born. How did we read this morning in our Sunday school, right before Sunday school in Luke chapter 2? In verse 10 says this, I bring you tidings of great joy. Folks, God is not just bringing a little peace in your life. He can bring a great peace in your life. When you're going through a leader after leader after leader and we don't know who's in charge and people are asking, that, well, who do we listen to? What should we go by? Who, who's the, what's the popular opinion? I'll tell you this, don't ever go by a popular opinion. You go by what thus saith the word of God. The word of God is what our rule is. The spirit of God that dwells inside of our heart that leads us and guides us and gives us the direction we need. That is what you should always go by. That's why I will tell you every time you come in here that if you've got something on your heart, you do that. If you need stability in your life, you follow after that still, small voice and you'll find stability. We see here that he tells us that uh, for unto us a child is born. Two times you read that, unto us. Why did God send Jesus? He had his own government. He had his own rule. He had his own guidelines, I guess you would say. But he came down to give the people some organization in their life. He come down to this earth so that we might have stability. What do you have stability in today? It's not a market. It's not about what tomorrow is going to look like uh, as far as what your needs are. The one stable feature that we have is Jesus. He's consistent. 
He is continual. He is consistent. He is forever. He is everlasting. He is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, from everlasting to everlasting. He is all that we need. But for we see here two different times. For it says, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. If God gives you something, is there an obligation? Let me ask you this. If God give the world something, is there an obligation to the world? Folks, we need and we are obligated and we need have a need of a Savior in our life. But just because God has offered something, does that mean everybody's going to take it? No, and that's why there's no civility in some people's lives. That's why there's such disarray in so many people's lives because, sure, other things are going to be in, in, in disarray, but there's one common thing. We're going to read about this. For unto us a child is born, just like other humans, to us a son is given. We're talking about the humanity and the deity of Christ. We've said this before and I'll say it again. He was the Son of God. But He was also the Son of Man. He was both God and He was both flesh. He was Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Aren't you glad today that God just didn't say that, 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 that okay, you're going to heaven, you're going to hell, uh, that if you can do this, you can do this, but instead it's what God said, I can provide for you what you stand in need of. And you know what God provided for us? He didn't provide us stability in a world. He didn't provide us a, 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 a weather pattern that's always going to bring us comfort. Not right here anyway. But God said, I'll give you something that's always going to be consistent and the same. He said, I'll give you my son Jesus. He said, I'll send him down to the earth. But you've got to believe in what he's going to do, that he is the Messiah. And boy, a lot of people struggled with that. That's why they, they denial a lot of things. They said, this can't be the Messiah. There's no way. There's no way that he could come in this form. But it says a child is born, a son is given. This was not just an ordinary person. This was God in the flesh. You know, we go through elections and other places go through. You know, we, we've seen recently where they go through different changes of, 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 of from princes to kings and people go through different uh, transitions of things and there's ideas and which, which way they're going to go. But aren't you glad today to know something that you and I have one thing that's consistent, one thing in our life that is stable and that is Jesus is always the same. Always. He's not changing. He's not varying. But he says a child, For listen what he says, a child is born, <coughs> a son is given. God took on flesh to provide for us. But notice what he says. The government shall be upon his shoulder. Today, do you need somebody to reign and rule in your life? Can I ask you something today? I, this is not a judgment question. This is just an honest assessment. Does anybody here besides myself struggle with decisions? I mean, I, will, I, will, I can talk myself out of something. It's faster than you can come along and talk me out of it. I just do that. I think, well, if I do this, well, what about this? Does anybody else struggle with decisions because we don't know what the best answer is? Do you know who's already given us the answer? Do you know who has already given us the things that we need in our life? And I'm a believer in this, folks. God's Word will guide us in anything we need. Problem is, do we want to look for it? 
Sometimes, sometimes we treat the word of God as this, if it's some kind of a contagious disease that we don't want, we're afraid if we open up, it's going to give us something we don't want. And you know what? That very well may be true. God's word may tell us things that we don't want to hear, but it is exactly the rule that Christ wants us to have. He doesn't want you to be different than me. If, it, if, if you have to do this, then I have to do this. Let's put it in simple terms. If one car has to drive down the road at a 30 mile an hour speed zone, the next car should have to too. You know what today, folks? God is no respecter of persons. We all have the same guidelines that we have to go by. And you know what those guidelines are? Every single one of us, we all need Jesus. There's some good people in this world. There's some people I believe that can do miraculous, amazing things. They have a mind. They have a gift. They have a personality. They, they have all these things. But even those people, they need Jesus. The most stable thing that they can have in their life is Jesus. You may, you may look at one person and say, man, they've got it together, folks. If they don't have Jesus, I assure you, there's something missing in their life. For unto us, he said, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. Notice the sequence of things here. Once you have somebody to reign in your life, then notice what's going to happen after that. The government's on his shoulder. And what does this guy do? He is wonderful. Notice, notice what he says here. He is Wonderful. Let's keep reading. Counselor. In other words, he's like that of a king. He rules. He goes on, let's read here. He is the mighty God, the everlasting Father. That means there's no end to him. Sometimes we get under this rule or under this leadership and we're like, man, I hope they can stay here. I'm, I'm going to make this up. A business would say, man, we've, we've got a good uh, GM and I hope they stay here all the days of my working here because I really like working for them. Aren't you glad to know today the one that's in charge of our life, there is no fear, no worries about him leaving us? Are you worried about Jesus leaving you? Folks, it's not going to happen. Zero percent chance he's going to leave you. For he has told us in his word, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. God is always with us. Meaning, remember, uh, God with us, that God is going to be in the form of flesh. He is with us. His spirit is there with us. But notice what he said. His name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. And the Prince of Peace. Aren't you glad today to know of all the instability in our life? Notice what happens when Christ begins to be a part of your life. We're not just talking about a government here that was going through all kinds of leadership changes and there was just instability. Who's in charge? Who's going to reign? You know what? There's no, there's no doubt and there's no denying who's in charge of our life if we've been saved. Folks, God reigns in our life and he should. For let's go on and read if we can that seventh verse. Israel, he's talking about here, is going to be a, they're going to be a great nation. Jerusalem is going to be the capital and it says of the increase of the government. You mean to tell me when Christ comes into our life that things are going to begin to grow? Well, study faith. The Bible teaches us if we have faith, there's a grain of a mustard seed. Mustard seeds were meant to grow. You put it in the ground. In other words, you put it in the proper environment. Folks, a soul that's been saved, you know what a proper environment is? Church. A proper environment for a saved person is church. And what does God do? We get in the church, we get in the word, 
And all of a sudden, we begin to grow. And all of a sudden, our faith was this. And that mustard seed just grows and grows and grows. You know what happens to your faith? We just think, Lord, if you just give me just enough faith, maybe we can realize that the, that, that the more that our faith goes, the more stability we have in our life. We got plenty. But you know what? God said, I can make it even stronger than what you got now. Do you believe that, that your salvation, I've heard it worded like this, do you believe it gets sweeter the older you get? Do you believe that what you have is stronger? And you know why it gets stronger? It's not because of, of, of who you're around or what you've done, but it's because you've tested it, you found out it's true, and you know what you want to do? When the next trial comes along, you want to try it again. You don't want to try it again, you want to use it again. We tend to use things that we know to be true. When we talk about our faith growing, we talk about this, this government. He says, the increase of his government and peace. But listen to this. There shall be no end. March the 18th. 1995, God gave me peace in my soul. And you know what? It's not like gas in my car that I have to worry about running out. It's going to last forever. It's going to last all the days of my life here. And I believe that what God gave me is going to last eternally. For notice the scriptures saying there shall be no end. Aren't you glad today that what God has sent down to this earth is not temporary, it is eternal? Of all the things that you have that are in this life, there's so many temporary things, but he's talking about how that he can grant us those things that eternal. He said, and once you reach this, this destination of Christ, he said, in his government, uh, and then this says, uh, in this, uh, of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, upon his uh, kingdom of order. And he talks about how that, uh, and with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. Once he begins to reign in our life, once he came down to this earth, that was the end. There's nothing else to be desired. There's nothing else that's needed. Folks, I want to tell you something very plain and very shortly. If you've got Jesus, you've got all you will ever need in this life. You've got all you ever need. Do you think God won't take care of you? He said, if I will provide the fox as a whole, if I will feed the birds in the air, he said, am I not going to take care of you? Folks, today I assure you on the authority of God's word, he will take care of us. When we talk about stability is needed, we have that stability. And he said, there's going to be this government. There's going to be no end. And he talks about forever. And notice what he says, it's government and peace. When we have the Lord in our life, peace is going to follow that. And let's just keep reading right here. He says, upon the throne of David. Man, you could read about the lineage of Jesus, and it's very interesting to read about the lineage of Jesus. And people want to go back through David, and they think, no, he's not, they don't think that he was the Messiah. And there was even evidence there, but people still wanted to find a reason not to believe in that. You know what, there's, the answer is, Jesus is what you need in your life. But do you think that people try to tell themselves, there's no way possible who this person is can be what I need. He's not the answer. I need somebody that can and fill in the blank. Folks, today, I'm telling you again, Jesus is all you need for stability in your life. You don't believe me. If you're saved, remove Jesus. If you're not saved, talk to somebody and ask them, what would their life be like without Jesus? 
For so frequently, I tell people, I know it's bad, but it could be worse. What would it be like to face all of these things without Jesus? What would it be like to be in a government where you're not ruled by God? And I'm not talking about the government of our nationality. I'm talking about the governor of our heart. The one that rules in our heart. What would it be like if we did not have Jesus to teach us, to lead us, and to guide us? And he talks about upon the throne of David, his kingdom, he says, establish it with judgment and justice. I'm going to tread here very carefully and lightly. Not intentionally, but even sometimes unintentionally. But do you think sometimes the courts make wrong decisions? Not because they're bad people. Do you think sometimes in, 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 uh, in the power of a certain government settings, do you think that some people kind of can, can lead it to this way or to that way? But I, there's one thing we can say that's going to be consistent. He says, and establish it with judgment and justice. We sometimes think judgment and justice is not fair. Well, that was not right, or this is not equal. If this person did this, then what about this other person that did the same thing and they didn't get the same punishment? Well, that's, that's almost uh, classroom rule, discipline 101 right there. If one does it and you punish it, you better be careful and be consistent with all of them. Do you think God is treating people different? Or do you think He's consistent in judgment and justice? Folks, I don't think God's going to treat you and I different than he did somebody that walked this, this, this plot of land 200 years ago. I don't think God's going to treat us any different than somebody that was walking around this earth a thousand years ago that was in need of a Savior. We all are the same in the eyes of God. We all have a need of some stability in our life. So when stability is needed, God's going to provide it. Establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Isaiah said, There's, you're not wishing for a day. Let's just throw this out there. Sometimes when people go through changes of kingdoms and, and rulers of some sort, they're ready for the next one to come in. Well, the person that they wanted may not actually win or may not actually get in, but you know what? Isaiah said there is coming a day that Jesus will be born. He will definitely 100% provide the stability that people need in their life. Folks, today, I believe that Isaiah was 100% correct in the prophecy of some 600 years of what was going to happen. You know what? I believe it happened. I believe that you and I today can experience the stability in our life that many are looking for today that Isaiah prophesied. He said it's coming. He said, you might as well get ready for it. It's coming. You and I today, we can say, it happened. God sent His only begotten Son that we might have a government in our life and the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Sometimes when you go through the, the, the positioning, I guess you would say, or even the, the way the structuring is the word I'm looking for of, of government, sometimes if they're not happy in one aspect, another one can kind of rule and another one can kind of change things. Aren't you glad today to know that there's nobody anywhere that can change what God's wanting to do for the lives of mankind? Some people may not want it. By the way, what happens when people do not like or maybe it's something they do not want? Sometimes they're silent. Sometimes they lead a, a revolt. But you know what? The world can protest. You can deny all you want. You can make as much racket as you want. But you cannot change the fact that God sent Jesus. 
And He gives us what we stand in need of. There's a lot of darkness that's out there. But you know what John the Baptist said in our beginning reading? He said, God's going to send a light. He said, in that light, He said, it'll always, light always overcomes darkness. Today, if there's instability in your life, I will tell you this, the stability of Jesus in your life will always be stronger than the faults and failures or instability of your own life. God is more stable. Do you have Him? If you walk out of here today, and we're going to get a song here in just a second, but if you walk out of here in just a minute uh, and you don't have uh, the Lord in your life, then you're leaving with a lot of instability. So today, when stability is needed, what do we do? We turn to Jesus. This morning, God bless you. I want us to get a song if we could.